I V M. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa, your podcast about personal finance. And this is the second of our three-part series on fixed income. I have with me Arshiva Kumar, uh, head fixed income at Axis Mutual Fund, and Lakshmi Iyer, who's a CIO debt and head product at Kotak Mutual Fund. In the first of our three-part series, we were talking about what exactly is fixed income, some some terms and concepts in that. In this second of our three-part series, we are going to talk about fixed. income instruments seva lakshmi welcome back to the show thanks for explaining these concepts to our listeners let's get into this okay we know uh, what's the range rough range approximate range uh, and types of fixed income instruments okay the one that's most familiar to all of us is uh, is fixed deposit and i can see seva pointing to lakshmi also because she is a head product at at uh, at kotak mutual fund Lakshmi, over to you. Tell us about this entire range uh, of fixed income products from a retail perspective. Okay, I'm guessing because corporates have far more options than a retail guy. But for our listeners, okay, what's the range of these fixed income products? So there are two ways you can avail of fixed income products. Hmm. One is through mutual funds, which mm-hmm. I'll come to in a bit. Yeah. But apart from that, apart from the fixed deposits, which is very very popular, and hmm. I call it the pull strategy. Hmm. Everything else is push strategy. To hmm. be very honest, there is a tax free bonds, hmm. which is the closest and have uh, you know high uh, I would say. affinity uh, with the retail fraternity uh, then is uh, the one minute tax free yeah. bonds are not issued i mean they issued only a few times in a year yeah. so you have two options to buy them one is when an issue actually opens That's okay right. which i don't think has happened for some time right not, for, not for some now. reason not now yeah and the second is uh, through the open market secondary you market you can basically call your broker and tell them ki mujhe you know whatever Bilkul. 10 20 uh, irfc ke tax free bond de do so Bilkul. that's uh, uh, okay. Bilkul. Great. but Go so on. both the options are available right now largely through secondary market okay. then you have these public issues like hmm. how you have ipos and equities you also have similar uh, kind of concept which where um, corporates hmm. who want to uh, borrow money through hmm. public hmm. which is retail investors hmm. announce their public issues okay. so these are called public issue of corporate bonds okay. like recently we saw edelweiss we saw divan housing we saw Correct. jm financial so these are some so of the examples these could be ncds or bonds the terminology doesn't really change yeah these okay. are mm, they call non convertible debentures, debentures which okay. means that they are not convertible to equity so Correct. this is Correct. completely Correct. fixed income okay but they're tradable so you can <coughs> easily are, buy and sell them you can not really easily buy and sell them depends on the size and depends, liquidity depends depends on the liquidity usually you have to assume that these are like abhimanyu chakravyu mein ek bar gaye to phas gaye nikal nahi sakte so you have to be assuming you have to assume that liquidity is locked okay it If sounds you, dangerous but uh, it doesn't mean you're going to go in there and die no you're not going to no no you're not going to go there and die that's, okay. that was not the reason of the analogy you assume that for liquidity it's not available i think it's more hotel california <laughs> <laughs> okay let me put it this way uh, for an ipo okay equity ipo a lot of the people a lot of people play it for for the flip you know ki you buy it at 100 and on opening day boom it opens at 120 yeah. you can't do that in not at all not okay, at all you okay, can't okay, do that okay. uh, some people try to do that with a hmm. couple of uh, invits uh, hmm. it just boomerang so okay. you can't do that but these are largely predictable sources of cash flow where you know that you know i don't need money for 3 years okay. i don't need money for 5 years okay. so these are the typical retail instruments which are available uh, fixed deposit fixed deposits uh, tax free bonds tax free bonds, bonds and corporate corporate debentures or ncds debentures could be bonds whatever that's Three correct things, okay for mutual funds ah, yes uh, pretty much we have access to these kind of instruments mm-hmm. which we participate as institutional investors Absolutely. yeah additionally we also participate in money market instruments hmm. like typically uh, commercial papers yeah. again these are short maturity instruments issued by the same corporates correct fair up enough. to 1 yeah. year yeah. or these same things are called certificate of deposits when hmm. they are issued by banks hmm. 
we uh, again invest in treasury bills hmm. government securities mm-hmm. again retail investors can also invest in government securities yeah. like they do in corporate bonds hmm. so these are the entire suite of options available for us hmm. But when the retail investor comes into a fixed income mutual fund, hmm. and as I mentioned in the previous um, uh, section, they can invest in a liquid fund. Hmm. Now with this recategorization, which hmm. SEBI has announced, hmm. there is this entire more than a dozen of uh, fixed income categories, hmm. ranging from liquid funds at the shortest end hmm. to the highest end being a long duration fund, which where you have to you know maintain a minimum maturity of at least seven years. Okay. And within that, you have. Pretty much, you ask for whatever genre. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. ask for a, a toast, a toast with sugar, <laughs> toast with butter, toast yeah, yeah. with cheese, yeah. and with toppings. All of that is available uh, yeah. through money market, short term, long term, mid term, all of them. Kind of like a mid cap and small cap mutual fund. Absolutely, and and as I said, the underlying investments across these is pretty much a combination of either or all of these instruments in various proportions. Right, folks. So you want to just check up uh, within your mutual fund what you know what products are there. Uh, on on the debt side, Siva, Lakshmi mentioned the retail buying G sex. Uh, sorry, government securities. Okay, <laughs> which are shortened to G sex. Believe me, it just means that. Okay, G S E C. Don't go thinking. How can the retail do that? And you know, I thought that that used to be an institutional market. That me as someone can't just generally pick up the phone and tell my broker, "Yar, government ka issue aa raha hai. Mujhe so whatever. I they issue bonds, is it? Whatever. Yeah. What is this? What is this concept? Uh, retail the government and the rbi has been have been trying uh, their hardest to ensure a large retail participation in in the government securities market and failing okay. at it for the last couple of decades <laughs> okay. so uh, i think uh, you know while it is perfectly possible hmm. uh, the number of hoops you need to jump through i think about 5 or 6 years ago one of my colleagues tried to do that hmm. uh, to buy g6 in his dmat account and hmm. thoroughly failed Ooh. so i think it's a very difficult market to access uh, and then another very important segment of the market more than 90% of the capital raised by companies in india uh-huh. in through through fixed income instruments uh-huh. happens on what's called private placement basis which means they are okay. not open in a public issue yeah, 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 so okay. they are privately placed are only available to institutional investors right. like mutual funds or insurance companies and banks and so right. on and so forth so if you as a retail investor really wants to participate in this market and this yeah. is by the way 95 to 99% of the market that is, is, is government yeah, securities yeah, yeah, and yeah, privately yeah, placed corporate yeah. bonds uh, you the only real way is uh, something like a mutual fund okay let me okay folks i i, I just want to trans, you know just want to add into that uh, you have a 10 year bond and i'm sure that the government issues a new bond each and every year that's why it's called a 10 year bond it can't you know be the same for throughout so uh, what seva said is that when the government issues these bonds it's easier for institutions like banks nbfcs insurance companies and a whole lot of other people to buy them you can also buy them honestly okay but you might be it might be easier for you to buy say a corporate ncd through your broker then it is to buy a gsec absolutely and i think uh, one is there is a lot more established dmat process for corporate bonds as yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to gsec and gsec the dematerialization process itself is huh? you need to to, to get a dmat account in a gsec itself you need to jump you, i can't use my same DMAT. you you can but it's it's a lot more complicated so you know uh, it's not easy that's that's the reason why it has not really taken off okay um, the other thing is the uh, it's in, it's very illiquid you mm. know 
let's take any company XYZ Limited. Mm-hmm. Okay, it has mm-hmm. one equity share. Mm-hmm. The same company may have twenty or fifty different bonds out there. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the liquidity of that equity share, mm-hmm. the entire liquidity, everybody who wants to trade XYZ Limited are going to just buy and sell that one equity share. Yes, so therefore, yes, yes. there is a natural cluster around that liquidity. Yeah. If there are fifty bonds and the liquidity is now split across those 50 bonds mm. you can imagine that is a lot less liquid yeah. so which is the reason why we say that you know if you really want to get into corporate bonds or etc etc it's probably much easier to do it in a mutual fund than to directly try and buy and sell uh, bonds yourself okay fantastic yeah. last question on this segment lakshmi you know for us i'm okay i'm saying us because i'm an equities guy we've got quarterly results okay once every quarter uh, the company comes and says ki this is my quarterly result etc etc i believe the closest equivalent for the fixed income market is something called the rbi policy what is the rbi policy and how does it work and why is it important for fixed income okay um, so yes from a macro perspective what you said is absolutely right uh, while we also do track quarterly results for our credit portfolios sure, where we buy course. these corporate bonds but yes uh, from a macro policy setting perspective uh, uh, there is a six member team which hmm. is led by uh, the rbi governor dr urjit patel right hmm. now uh, which meets six times in a year hmm. uh, it is a two day meeting followed by the outcome where these six members of uh, uh, three from the uh, government uh, you know deputy and three from the RBI hmm. they meet together to discuss the various macro variables hmm. like um inflation retail Correct. inflation how much has it impacted one. people like you and me hmm. uh, what has happened to interest rates globally hmm. uh, is there a lot of people demanding and chasing a lot of goods hmm. and therefore the perception how is the monsoon barsat ka anuman kaisa is hmm. it going to be flooded in khar today or in bandra <laughs> elsewhere was, yeah. yeah so something of that sort and okay. in, in uh, you know I've, i'm trying to make it as uh, colloquial as possible but yeah. something like this hmm. and of course uh, what are the other central bankers going to do sure. uh, how is uh, the government going to behave mm. if crude oil were to jump out of the window at $100 or mm. if it comes crash landing to 30 mm. so you know various of these uh, policies issues which are plaguing the country at a particular juncture mm. are discussed over those two days and the sum result of and everything and the sum result of that those two rates i need to explain this in the most simplest of language and i don't know <laughs> repo rate and reverse ek to repo itself means repurchase <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. Now how can so reverse repurchase means purchase is it okay jokes apart Reporate, yeah. reporate. So uh, that is the benchmark rate of mm. the country, mm. the rate at based on which every other rate mm. is actually set. Okay. Which means a bank's lending rate, yep. or a corporate's lending rate, mm. or his borrowing rate, or the entire ecosystem in a banking. Like in US, mm. and and more of even the retail investors in India have heard of this concept called US Federal Funds Rate. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. that is the benchmark rate. Okay. So if you as a banker me as a banker and we are all bankers in this uh, room for example and mm. we all need to borrow money we also mm. need money right yep, yep, so yep. if we need money from the reserve bank of india mm. who is known as a lender of the last resort mm. we go to him he gives you money at that rate okay okay and yeah Obviously, he has to make some profit. Yes, he does. Okay, not that that is his intent. <laughs> But if you have to lend money to him, right? You borrow, you lend to him at the reverse, reverse repo rate. Repo it's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, And okay. therefore, the reverse repo rate is always lower than the repo rate. Okay. This is the only simplest definition. You can get into more complex yeah, ones. Yeah, but yeah. But I think for our audience, I think this is good enough to understand. Yes. So any, uh, I would say, banker, hmm. uh, any corporate, hmm. any uh, market participant like hmm. any of us hmm. who want to base our decisions hmm. of hmm. buying, selling, I want to buy a house. Hmm. Okay. So I will see if I want to borrow it from X Y Z bank. Hmm. 
दैट बैंक विल ऑल्सो डिसाइड इट्स रेट बेस्ड ऑन वेर द रिपो रेट इज दे कैन पुट अ स्प्रेड ऑफ वॉट एवर दे फील इट इज एंड अदर मेजर्स टू मॉनिटर दैट सो दैट्स वाई दी आरबीआई एम पी सी और मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी कमिटी रेजोल्यूशन इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट नॉट ओनली फॉर द बॉन्ड मार्केट ऑल्सो फॉर द इक्विटी मार्केट बट येस लार्जली फॉर द बॉन्ड मार्केट इफ यूर रिटेल इन्वेस्टर हूज इन्वेस्टेड इन डेट म्यूचुअल फंडलीट रेली बी स्वेड अवे विद ऑल दिस मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी में क्या हो रहा है if you're invested say for the longer term in a 3 year product then these things really don't don't matter do they? absolutely i think we we love to uh, make mark show up the volatility or show up a lot of these news yeah. items we yeah. just love to discuss it but reality is uh, the impact over the long term is very minimal mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know if you buy a 3 year bond mm. and because of rbi policy that bond's price went up or down for the for the first year yeah, yeah, so yeah. so what at the end of 3 years you're going to get your money back how yeah. does it matter so yeah. i think the point is that if you hold long enough hmm. these risks just you just you know sort of uh, bypass them and or, or walk past them uh, but in the in, you know i think the the uh, it's something that for us as professionals in the industry yes, yes. we care a lot about this because this gives us an opportunity to trade bonds and make mm. a profit out of it mm. if we get very good at understanding what rbi will do yeah, so let's say yeah. if we believe that rbi will raise interest rates mm. i might sell bonds as we discussed mm. earlier mm. if interest rates go up value of the bond comes down correct so if i anticipate rising interest rates mm. i can sell my bonds ahead of that mm. and then buy them back mm. at a lower price yeah, after the rate yeah, goes up yeah. so inside the industry for mm. us we live and breathe with with policy decisions of the rbi mm. or the budget or the us federal reserve etc etc but i think for, for most people it generally doesn't matter and okay. i think it's 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 nice to talk about it absolutely fantastic folks that's a wrap on segment 2 uh, for our fixed income special with arshiv kumar head fixed income at access mutual fund and lakshmi air cio debt and head products at kotak at kotak mutual fund sorry about that uh, mm. stay tuned for the third and final episode in this three part series no material on the show should be considered as financial advice the material on the show is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision